0: Work Human is the pioneer of employee recognition and their podcast, How We Work, highlights everything that shapes the employee experience and what leaders can do right now to change it for the better. If you are leading meaningful work experiences for others, this show is a must. Subscribe to How We Work anywhere you listen to podcasts. And after you listen in, I want to know your takeaways. Reflecting on many amazing episodes this year, I do have a couple favorites that I wanted to push out again. So here's one of those. Don't know if you got to listen last time, but I definitely think it's worth a re-listen or if you didn't get it last time, here it is. It's Nikki Llewellyn-Gregory, and you're on Gut Plus Science, a mentoring platform for people-first leaders of all levels. Here, we talk to exceptional leaders who prioritize culture, get fired up about employee engagement, and are excited to share ideas and tools for bettering employee experience to help others. Thank you for joining us to invest in being a better leader. Now, let's get to it. I am excited to have a friend and content expert join Gut Plus Science to inspire, educate, and walk alongside us to navigate important diversity, equity, and inclusion topics that will help us move people forward. And it's Brian McComick. Brian is passionate about creating human-centered workplace cultures and has over 25 years of experience to share with us. Brian, you go. Hello,
1: happy holidays. Welcome back. This is Brian McComick, your DEI commentator on the Gut Plus Science podcast. And as always, I am delighted to be with you this month. Thank you for listening. And I hope today's topic will offer some tidbits and tools to help us navigate this magical time of year, which for some of us is not always so magical. If you're a leader or a manager, or if you're just someone who works with others, or even if you're... A stay at home parent or a stay at home grown up who's responsible for caregiving for young people or elderly people. Hopefully, I'll offer some things this episode that will be helpful for you. So, first, I just want to acknowledge we are in the midst of the holiday season. And for many, this time of year is filled with wonder and awe. And I generally tend to be one of those humans. I watch more holiday movies than I should admit. I also have a snowman collection. There are hundreds of snowmen that I put out every year cuz I love the snowmen and I hope that you're smiling right now cuz part of the reason I collect snowmen is to make others smile. Um and certainly they make me smile. I yeah, I also collect holiday cards. I'm going to I do send them sometimes as well, but I just I love holiday cards. They make me happy. So I'm one of one of those wonder and awe and magic humans and For others, though, this season can be anxiety and stress-inducing. It can be really intense, and sometimes it's a little bit of both. I was a New Yorker for many years, and I loved the magic and the joy and all of the celebrations, and I also found it to be very stressful and intense. Actually, one of the things that I chose to do was I host a holiday party called Snowbody's Perfect. And yes, Snowbody's Perfect because... Truly, nobody's perfect. And uh, I realized wait a second, we don't have to do this party in December. And so I moved it to January. Because often January doesn't have a lot of opportunity for us to connect. It's it's sort of the month that comes after all of the fun and the joy and the connections. And so he said, "Let's make nobody's perfect a January brunch and celebrate the new year." Which was also a way for me to be inclusive of the various cultural and religious beliefs of the people that I love and care for. So um, it made my holiday season, a bit less stressful, gave me something to look forward to in January. It honored my commitment to celebrating the season and to being inclusive and representative of others. And also i love to bring people together. So I get to still have the joy of connecting others. So that's one of the things that I've done is the paradigms that we've been taught and we've embraced over the years, the rules, the things we have to do. Sometimes it's okay to say, well, anytime it's okay to say, hey, is this right for me? Is this the best thing for me, the best thing for my family, the best thing for my loved ones? And if it's time for a change, it's okay to make a change. And certainly if you're you're in a family unit, it's important to communicate about those changes and to talk with the others who are... Um, involved in that and that what that change might look like. But I'd say open the door to the conversation and navigate that with care and love and respect as, as best you can. So that's that's something I did. What else can we cover here during the holiday season? What are the, some of the other things that I'm going to guess you are navigating? Let's talk about religious and cultural beliefs in the holiday season. And should we say a happy Hanukkah or happy Kwanzaa? or merry christmas those are the the three that that often come to mind and come up in conversation so certainly they're not the only three sayings that you might share with others what i what i recommend is if you know the beliefs of the person that you're delivering the message to so i celebrate christmas for example and so if you want to say merry christmas to me fantastic if you want to say Happy holidays to me. That's great as well. So if you know how someone prefers to be to celebrate the season, then that's what I suggest using is their preferred message. Happy holidays is certainly an inclusive message that generally works for everyone. Although you might work with someone who has a belief system, a religious or cultural belief system that they'd prefer not to have a greeting like that. And if you're aware of that, or then I would definitely honor that wish that they have And if you happen to say happy holidays to someone and they're like, Hey, I'd really prefer you didn't share that message with me. Or if they say, actually, I'd love if you'd say Merry Christmas to me, say, great. Thank you so much for letting me know how I can best see you and respect you and recognize you. It doesn't have to be a significant moment. It doesn't have to require a significant apology or any drama. It can just be a moment of learning. Thank you for helping me see you in the way that you want to be seen and then use the greeting or the approach that they've asked you to use. You know, this can also be a a time of year that those of us that battle anxiety and depression can really emerge. The holiday season can spark some of those feelings and those mental health challenges. I think if you're one of those humans, and I know that I have worked really hard to understand, what does self-care look like for me? What do I need to do to take care of myself? And that includes getting enough sleep every night. That includes trying to make realistic plans and commitments. That's something I'm really working on in my life is how do I make realistic plans and commitments that are possible so I don't feel overwhelmed or overburdened? Because when I get stressed is when I then start to hide or to you know step away from the day-to-day of the life that I love. And then that actually takes me to a darker place that sparks some of my anxiety and depression. So I'm I I really work on being balanced about my sleep and my exercise. I try to get out to Walk Bosco, you know, a few times a day. We take a few long walks and certainly get enough sleep every night is really important to me. The other thing that I I know I hear a lot is about the intersection with our families and our loved ones and our whether it's our biological family or our chosen family or some combination therein that sometimes we are intersecting during this season with people that we love and that are part of our lives but also people who sometimes we have fundamental disagreements with and so you know one of the approaches that we've taken in in our family is that we have agreed to leave politics outside of the family, uh, recognizing that for whatever reason, we have different ways that we prioritize our ways that we might vote, and that's okay. It can be hard. It can make us sad at times. It can make us angry at times. It's okay to have all of those human emotions, but being intellectual beings, how we choose to navigate those emotions particularly in those moments when we're with someone we love but might fundamentally disagree with those are choices we get to make and i guess for my family we are a close family unit we love each other we are important to each other and we respect that we might have different perspectives opinions or belief systems in in some areas of our lives and we also think that we're all really good humans and we choose to spend our time together as much as possible in enjoying each other's company and enjoying the season and not bringing some of those other challenges that could could emerge in our time together uh, to the spaces that we're in. And so that's one of the ways that that we have found to really enjoy the season and navigate the holidays with love and with joy and with respect and care. The last thing that I wanted to mention is some tips on navigating the holiday season in a mindful way. And this is a a post that I found on, it looks like Instagram and it's mindful enough underscore is the profile on Instagram. And they offer ways to be more mindful this holiday season and, and today's post. And I'll just read these five tips. Set intentions not expectations. Practice mindful listening. I love that. Listen to hear and not listen to speak is something that I like to say a lot. Take a deep breath when you need one. You may have heard me talk about on one of my previous podcasts, the power of practicing the pause, which is certainly something that I really try to embrace because when I speak in emotion, that's often when I get myself in trouble. And I think uh, the practicing the pause can be really helpful. So we can choose to let our intellect guide how we're going to navigate a moment versus our emotions. And so taking a deep breath when you need one is one of those ways to do that. Practice gratitude. I actually have a daily gratitude list. I find daily gratitude is really powerful for me. And it reminds me to focus on the good things in my life. And actually, even in moments when I start to really feel anxious, and certainly that happens on any given day for any number of reasons, I combine those last two together. I take a deep breath and then I breathe. I center myself, focusing on my breath. And then I say, okay, I'm feeling anxious. I'm now breathing. I'm now centered again. And let me think about what I can be grateful for. And I ask myself this question Am I okay right now? And pretty much every time that I ask that question, I am okay right now. If I have enough presence to be able to ask myself the question, the answer is going to be yes. Even if there's stuff that's going on that's hard or difficult or challenging or or sad, or you know, if I'm navigating any particular significant life moment in that moment where I stop, I center myself, I breathe and I say, I focus on what, what can I be grateful for? Sometimes I'm even grateful for the fact that I get to go through tough life experiences and I have enough presence of mind to be able to practice gratitude. And I say, what, what am I grateful for? And that usually helps me get through that moment. And then the last tip here from mindful enough is Remember, it's only one day, whatever that day is, it's only one moment, it's only one hour, it's only one day. So those can be some ways to help provide perspective and realize that there will be another moment that will be coming soon and around the corner. So I hope those suggestions and ways of thinking and approaching the season, some of the tools and, and ways of thinking navigating whether work or home are helpful for you. And I just want to say again, happy holidays, and I hope you have a wonderful season. I hope you get to spend time with loved ones. I hope that you get some time to rest and re-energize. And for many of you out there, the holiday season may be the busiest time of the year. So I hope if if this is not a time where you get to rest and re-energize, that you get some time as we get to the other side of the holiday season and into the new year. And speaking of the new year, I'm... Delighted to share that I will be continuing my journey with the Gut Plus Science podcast in 2023, and we'll bring you a monthly episode to talk about diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility, to talk about human-centered workplace cultures, and certainly much more. So I hope that you'll continue to join me each month on the Gut Plus Science podcast and continue to listen to Nikki's episodes, of course, as well, and her other contributors who are so wonderful in everything that they share. Also, I wanted to share that in January, at Hummingbird Humanity, we are going to be kicking off a new conversation series focused on humanity in the workplace, which is the title of my book that will be coming out in fall of 2023. And that conversation series is called Human-Centered Leading. And each month, we're going to tackle a real topic in the workplace through the lens of humanity. So I hope that you'll join us and you can find more about that series on Hummingbird Humanity In the meantime, of course, please always feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners and with our Hummingbird Humanity community. And I wish you a safe, happy holiday season, a wonderful new year. And until next month, stay safe and be well. Thanks again. Bye, everyone.